What's your fantasy? What do you think about when you're all alone? Hello, my quality, quarantined, quintessentially quixotic queers and questioners, and welcome to the first episode of Dirty Queer, the queer sex and erotica podcast for dirty minds and dirty talkers. I am your host and narrator, Azure Monroe. Today, we find ourselves in the overwhelming throes of the COVID-19 pandemic. I know we're all doing our part to flatten the curve and decrease the rate of infection through steps like social distancing and self-quarantine, and I want to applaud all of us for doing that. Though, as responsible as it may be, I mean, let's be real, it's fucking lonely. (laughs) Now, some of you might be lucky enough to be holed up with a boo or a bae or a group of folks, but uh, for those of us in the single category... This new age of mandated social isolation can really feel like a new level of hell and a one-way ticket to Thirst Town. So, if you're in need of a sexual release or just want to hear something naughty to take your mind off of what can sometimes feel like the end of days, then strap in, strap on, and hold tight for our very first episode. And so... Without further ado, I present you with episode number one, Tick Check. There are a few times of the year that feel more chaotic, exhausting, and satisfying as June on a farm in the Hudson Valley. The first plantings are reaching maturity, harvest happens in rapid escalation, and the magic that we have cultivated in the hopes of the first seeds is landing in the bodies of those who eat of the bounty. As I finish washing the dark, rich soil from the last bunch of carrots for the day, I take in their rich orange glow and gingerly place them in a bin with the others. I then set about the task of packing them in the cold storage room along with crates of kale, salad, broccoli, and herbs for the coming week's farmer's market. The cold air settles on my skin like a cleansing rain as steam rises from the beads of sweat on my arms and my nipples harden from the welcome chill. After placing the bin of roots in its rightful place, I step back into the late afternoon heat. My glasses fog as the sun hurries away the last tendrils of cold from my skin, now a distant memory like the kiss of a past lover. My shirt, damp from the spray of the wash station, holds onto the chill in the fibers of the damp cloth. I pull the glasses from my face and roll my head from shoulder to shoulder as I search to release the tension that has built from hours of working at the wash station. I wipe the fog from the lenses on my shirt and gaze across the field from underneath the wash tent. As my eyes take in our accomplishments in the field, passing over sprouting corn, dense canopies of brassicas, and stands of tomatoes and peppers setting their first blossoms, my gaze finally settles on Astrid, a delightfully cheery queer woman who has come onto the farm to help during the heavy work days like today, when the task of harvest often leaves little time for weeding and planting. Her hair is long and wavy, a rich brunette color that cascades past her shoulders, while a wide straw hat shades her face from the beating sun. 
She wears a long, flowy skirt and seems to glide amongst the rows, deftly handling her hoe with the grace of a ballroom dancer and the precision of a sharpshooter. With a swift glide of the blade, she slices and uproots weeds from the soil while leaving the fragile seedlings completely unscathed. As she sets about her work, she sings a sweet and sorrowful tune that only she knows, yet sits in your ear like a lullaby you once forgot. I feel my lips curl upwards in a smile as I take in her frame. Though tall and slender, her shoulders are broad and powerful. Now visible and glistening in the sun, her long sleeve shirt has been cast aside and now she wears only a tank top with no bra. Her muscles ripple under her tan flesh as they coax her limbs to purpose. How does she not burn in the afternoon sun? I will never know and will forever envy. She stands for a moment, removes her hat and wipes the sweat from her brow with the back of her gloved hand. I notice her water bottle on the table next to me and wave to catch her attention, signaling for her to come have a drink. She smiles and lifts a hand in agreement as she strides out of the field to where I am at the wash station. She takes the water bottle from my hand and after offering an exhausted, thank you, spins off the top and takes in several gulps. The water washes past the wide opening faster than she can drink and spills down her neck. My eyes follow the streams of liquid down as they soak her top and begin to make her breasts visible beneath the sheer fabric. I suddenly am keenly aware of my brazen stare and quickly turn my attention to the foliage of a nearby tree. Uh, hot one today, eh? I say as I attempt to pry away from my own internal embarrassment. Yeah, she says as she brings the bottle down from her lips and wipes her mouth with the back of her hand. Though it seems pretty chilly where you're standing. Confused, I turn a bewildered look to her face and notice her eyes staring at my chest. Glancing down, I realize that my own shirt has become soaked from the wash station, making it see-through, and the residual cold from the cooler has yet to release my nipples from standing at attention. My cheeks flush red and I stammer in search of a flustered explanation. Yet before I can utter a word, she yells, Hold still! I freeze at the command and my heart races as she comes closer to my face. Her hand reaches out for my neck. Gotcha! She exclaims as her fingers hold a squirming tick in front of my eyes and then hurls it away. Oh my god! I squeal as I begin to brush my neck and arms furiously. Are there any more? I ask as I pull my shirt off and frantically search my skin for the telltale sign of any more unwelcome critters. She spins me around and searches my back, pulling my sports bra up and over my head before I could even possibly protest. She brushes her hand over the once covered skin just to be sure. No, I think you're good, she says. I turn around, covering my bare breasts with the wet shirt bunched in between my two hands. If you want, I can give you some natural repellent. It's a mixture of eucalyptus and tea tree oil. I use it every day and never have any problems, Astrid says. Where do you get it from, I ask. Oh, I make my own, she says in reply. <laughs> Dyke, I say with a half chuckle. Surprised at my own candor, I search her face for a sign of offense. With my bra still in her left hand, she places her fists on her hips and cocks her eyebrow at me. The correct term is hippie dyke, to be exact. She says to me defiantly and then giggles. I giggle back in relief. Besides, takes one to know one, she says as she steps forward and closes the distance between us. I step back and bump into the edge of the wash table. Instinctively, my hands drop to my sides and brace myself against the table, 
my chest now bare in the evening air. I feel a breeze brush against my breast and my nipples tingle and respond once more. Astrid takes another step to me. With nowhere for me to retreat, she closes the distance completely. Still, I suppose it's better to be safe than sorry, she says to me with a wry smile on her lips and lifts her tank top up over her head. She turns around so that her back is to me and looks back over her shoulder. Do you see anything? she asks. My eyes rush over her bare back, taking every inch of her skin. From her bare shoulders to the dimple just above where her torso meets her ass. Nope, nope, uh, there's nothing there as far as I can tell, I stammer in response. Well, that's a relief, she says as she turns back around to face me. Her bare breasts seem to glisten with the last remaining drops of sweat still on them, and my eyes are fixed unapologetically at the beauty of her shapes. She takes my right hand in her left and guides it from the edge of the table to her hip. She then once again leans forward as her hand reaches for my neck. Only this time it grabs the roots of my hair at the base of the back of my head and guides my lips to hers. She tastes like fresh rose hips. The sensation in her kiss is electric and sends my head spinning. At first I lean back as she kisses me, but soon my tongue finds its way to hers and I meet her kiss with full force. As the ecstasy in our kiss heightens, I feel her left hand start to travel up my thigh and hip, brush against the side of my ribs, and then softly cups my right breast. I break my lips from hers so that a breathy moan can escape my throat. She takes this moment to move her mouth to the base of my neck and clavicle, gently kissing, sucking, and nibbling as I bite my lip in ecstasy. Not willing to be outdone, my own hands move with the memories of past love. I shimmy myself up so that I am sitting on the edge of the wash table. The bib of my overalls gets caught on the table and is pulled down further to just below my hips as my ass plants itself on the water and mud-soaked table. My panties are now completely soaked through, though how much of the wetness was caused by the wash table and how much of it is mine is impossible to know. Once I am seated on the table, my right hand on Astrid's hip pulls her between my spread legs. My left hand travels up her perfect abdomen and cradles her right breast. Her lips leave my neck and travel to my earlobe. She gently nibbles as a quiet mmm is offered as a sign of her delight. My right hand travels from her hip to the small of her back. She pulls her head back, eyes closed. She arches her neck and offers her face to the sky. I use my legs to securely draw her closer to me and bend forward to take the nipple of her right breast into my mouth. Her flesh is soft and velvety. I can still taste her salted sweat and I lap it up in fervor. As my tongue swirls around her areola and flicks against her nipple, I feel the flesh harden and grow in my mouth. With her head still cocked back, her jaw drops as she lets out an unfettered ugh in delight. My right hand moves to cup her breast as my lips travel across her chest to her right bosom, savoring every salty tendril along the way. This time, as my lips engulf her areola, I allow my teeth to tease her nipple with the slightest of nibbles and await her response. She squeals with delight and uses both hands to secure my face against her breast. When she can take no more, she shoves my head back. I gasp for air for a short second before it is cut off by her kiss. She pulls from my mouth. My bottom lip captive to her teeth finds its way free last with a delightful wet smack. 
She then takes me by the throat with a tender strength, pushes me down on the table, my head and hair landing in a clump of wash table grime. Her hands then go to the bib of my overalls, now down almost to my thighs, and pulls them into a heap around my ankles and boots. She soon follows suit with my panties, and I feel my bare ass on the wash table sliding against the cold, soil-covered steel. With practiced confidence, Astrid then hooks her arms under my thighs so they rest in the crook of her elbows and draws my eager cunt to her face. I feel her moan into my lips as her tongue presses against my clit, and the vibrations travel up my body so that when a moan escapes my own mouth, it feels as if the sounds are one. My pussy is still tender and raw from bottom surgery only four months prior, and her tongue and lips are the first visitors to my new cavern of wonders, aside from the harsh regular invasion of my dilators. I feel the warm streams of her saliva travel down my labia as her tongue expertly dances across my clit, coaxing every ounce of joy from it. My hands instinctively move to my own breasts and nipples. I close my eyes and arch my back as I continue cupping and caressing their soft flesh, my moans now escaping my mouth in unending crescendos of mmm, oohs, and ahs. How delightful it is to have a cunt. How incredibly freeing it feels to be present in every inch, every fiber, tingle, twinge, and pulse of my body, I think. How horrible it is that this has been kept from me for so long, and how amazing it is to have it now. As my brain rushes to keep up with every feeling and emotion my body is hurling at it, I feel Astrid's tongue move from my clit and begin to travel up and down the length of my labia. Then it circles the opening of my cunt before plunging deep inside my pussy. She buries her face into me as her arms pull my thighs to her, my ass now hanging off the edge of the table, the hot, firm wetness of her tongue touching new parts of me. Nerves and sensations fire in unfamiliar and uncontrollably delightful ways. Just when I think I can no longer hold back my orgasm, she pulls her mouth from between my thighs and draws a deep breath. I feel a slight twinge of disappointment for a split second. Then, before the thought is allowed to mature, her hand tenderly but forcefully grasps my throat and holds me down to the table as she looks into my eyes and sticks two fingers in her mouth to wet them and then slides them inside me. My back arches again as I drive the back of my head and hair into the mud and grime of the wash table. I growl in delight, feeling my throat vibrate against her grasp and start driving my hips into her hand as her fingers expertly coax exquisite shivers of pleasure to travel up my body. As she begins to fuck me deep and slow, her hand falls from my throat as Astrid finds her way to her knees. Her mouth now joins her hand in the task of ravaging my virgin cunt. I grasp her head with both hands and run my fingers through her hair as I grind my hips into her face with delight. Her tongue dances across my clit with deliberate flicks, slow, sloppy swirls, and hot, juicy laps. Soon I feel the wave of ecstasy I recognize as my impending orgasm begin to swell in my belly. As she feels my body start to quiver and shake, Astrid pulls her mouth from my clit and finds her way to her feet. 
She once again grasps my throat with her left hand and quickens the pace in her right now, adding a third finger to my fuckhole. My bottom lip drops as I gasp and look into her eyes. She gives me a knowing smirk as I bite my lower lip and grab the sides of the table as if holding on for dear life. As my eyes start to roll back, she bends forward and takes my nipple in her mouth. I am now at her mercy as the dam inside me bursts and I start to come in violent, undulating waves. I groan, I gasp, I plead and beg. I thrust my hips into her, hoping to bury her tender digits deeper inside me. She does not relent, but increases the pace of her caresses, and I can feel and hear my sloppy wetness smack against my pussy lips as my cum cascades down her fingers and palm. One wave of joy smashes into my belly, and I feel my whole body tense and then go limp as a final moan rolls from my tongue. She pulls her lips from my breast and kisses me deeply. Her cum-soaked hand falls from my cunt and is brought to my cheek. Instinctively, I break my lips from hers and turn my head to take her fingers in my mouth, tasting my sex, not letting a single drop be wasted. Whew. All right. Well, if you're still with me, um, I hope you enjoyed that. Um... I wrote that story. Uh, I guess it's kind of um, a mix of drawing from fantasies and past hookups and um, past partners and stuff like that. Um, also, uh, I thought it was important to write a story from the perspective of a post-op trans woman because uh, I feel like we rarely hear those stories. And as a trans woman myself... Um, who's also post-op, um, I feel like it can be empowering to hear stories of good sex. Uh, I think oftentimes we don't really hear that from trans women. Um, you know, it's it having surgery and being post-op is supposed to be the end of a journey for a lot of us. Um, and we don't really... I think follow that story arc through and really see how it fulfills us. So I really wanted to kind of look at that in terms of uh, like a sexual experience, something that felt empowering and tender um, and, and hot and sexy. And I hope you guys like that. Uh, my, my real motivation behind this project, aside from, you know, just expressing all the dirty thoughts in my mind, especially now that we're all kind of, locked up and, and go and stir crazy is I really want queer folks to talk about the kind of sex that we have, uh, and, you know, create empowerment through sexuality. So on that note, if you like to write erotica, if you've got some dirty stories in your mind, um, if you want to just tell me about your first time of anything or your favorite time or your dirtiest time or your, your darkest, dirtiest secret. Um, email those to uh, dirtyqueerpodcast at gmail.com and um, we will start them on, a, on this podcast. I really want to get more collaborators involved and more contributors and uh, we'll 
uh, go from there. So I want to thank Jim Violet for our awesome background music. You can check her out at Jim Violet Music on Instagram. Hope you enjoyed this first episode. Hopefully there's enough uh, just interest and support and then we'll keep it going and do a few more and just kind of see what happens from that. So if you had fun, uh, you know, check us out again. Send some uh, send some feedback to the email um, and keep your eyes peeled for more info from Dirty Queer and we'll probably get some more social media up and stuff like that. So in the meantime, stay dirty, bitches. Fucking Dirty Queer.